your boy Tommy V of Raw Set. We're gonna jump right into it. I wanna read you guys something here. A lot of people have a big misconception about the God of Eden. I wanna to talk to you guys about this. This is important. Okay. Now, a lot of people think Adam was just sitting in the garden all day, sitting around, just, you know, in leisure, and that, you know, when, um, hold on, you guys, let me put this thing off, sorry, and that, um, in the garden, you know, if he didn't do what he did with Eve, you know, we'd be living these lives where we do nothing, no, that's not necessarily true, and I'm gonna read you proof that he was not sitting around, just sitting around doing nothing. It says here that, and I'm going to skip around some things, right? But I want, you, I want you to hear the whole picture. This is in Genesis chapter 2, verse 4. Just listen. These are the records of the heavens and the earth concerning their creation. At the time that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, no shrub of the field had yet grown on the land, and no plant of the field had yet sprouted. For the Lord God had not made it rain on the land, and there was no man to work the ground. But mist would come up from the earth and water all the ground. So then the Lord God formed the man out of the dust from the ground and breathed the breath of life into his nostrils, and the man became a living being. Then he planted a garden in Eden in the east, the Lord God, and there he placed the man he had formed. Then listen now, pay attention to this part, we'll come back to it. The Lord God caused to grow out of the ground every tree pleasing in appearance and good for food, including the tree of life in the middle of the garden, as well as the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I'm going to skip verses 10 through 14 because it just starts to talk about the rivers. Uh, we'll come back right here. Now, this is the proof. The Lord God took the man and placed him in the garden of Eden to work it and watch over it. And he commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree of the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For on the day you eat from it, you will certainly die. Right? Um, another part here. The man gave, this is verse 20. The man gave name to all the livestock, to the birds of the sky, and to every wild animal. But for the man, no helper was found corresponding to him. So the Lord, listen, helper. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to come over the man, and he slept. God took one of his ribs and closed the flesh at that place. Then the Lord God made the rib he had taken from the man into a woman and brought her to the man. And the man said, This one at last is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. This one will be called woman, for she was taken from man. Right? And so, you know, what I want you guys to realize is this. And this this kind of brings a highlight into the curses that was given, right? When God gave the curse to Adam, he told him, from now on, from the sweat of your brows, will you eat? Right? So some people say, well, did you just say he was working? So where would that be a curse? No, it's not. It'd be, the difference would be, metaphorically, it'd be like if you started off life rich. I mean, most of us would think right now, you know, driving like a Lamborghini truck, right? Living in these nice houses or condos, 
wearing these nice clothes, taking trips, doing all these things means success, right? So how do you get to those things? You have to climb up the ladder, you know, corporate world, real estate, music producer, something, right? Well, just imagine if you didn't, if you started life and then you turn 18, you leave your mom's house and you're just handed the college degree that you need. You're handed, you know, the laptops, the cars, the clothes, the houses, the everything that you would want to be successful. And now all you have to do is maintain it. So, yeah, you drive a Lamborghini truck. All you got to do now, I mean, you didn't have to work for it. All you got to really do is just, you know, just go get a little oil change every now and then. Just just get the wheel alignment once a year. You know, put some gas in it. Yeah, we get you got a big house. All you got to do every now and then is just clean your room. You know, you know, oh, yeah, you got the money. All you got to do now is just pay the bills when it's, when it's time to like, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like that. Like when, it, when I, the reason I read that part where I talked to you about God creating these trees and lifting all the trees up, Adam didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do that. All he had to do was just get up every now and then, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Walk down the fields and clip, clip, clip. A lot of you have this image of Garden of Eden as just being this big place of paradise. It was it was a garden. That's what a, a garden is, a place of intent. A garden is not just a beautiful place of vegetation. No, it's, it's beautiful because of its lush vegetation. But it's a place with intent. It's a place of harvest. It's a place of growing. There was... There was product. It's a place of production. Production gardens have production value. It was a place that God created for production of some sort. And Adam, all he had to do was he was basically just the, the ground maintenance, just walk around and just just chill all day. Go clip a couple leaves, pick a couple berries, cut a couple things down, whatever, whatever it may be. And God provided him with his food, with everything he would need to. He could just chill right there. But he basically started off life rich. That's all. But that don't mean he didn't have to get up and go get that oil change every now and then. Yeah, go 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 take go take go take the trash down 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 the big driveway so the trash man can come. You he had to still go do things. See, and that's what God gave to him. So when he wanted to go and do his own thing, God said, Well, from now on, you will have to do your own thing. You no longer get to start life off rich. You will get Whatever you work for, you will get whatever you desire, whatever you earn. That's why in the, a, lot, a lot of Christians have this misconception that we all have to be poor. And that's just not true. You read the Bible. Most of the people in the Bible were rich. Even Moses grew up rich. Moses grew up in the Pharaoh's house. <laughs> he grew up rich in Egypt, in ancient Egypt, under one of the most prominent Pharaohs that ever ruled over ancient Egypt. He lived in the house with them. They found him when he was a baby. He grew up over there. Abraham was rich. Job was rich. These people was rich. This is what I'm trying to explain to you. So like this, you know, um, you know, I believe Paul even had some money at one point when he was Saul, you know, King Solomon, who King David, these dudes were rich. All these dudes were, they were, they were what we would consider rich in their time. They were rich. You understand what I'm saying? So you're going to get what you plant. What you, you're not going to get this fresh start of crops no more since you want to be with the world. You can go get your own stuff from the world. You no longer have access to the Garden of Eden. 
So there's a misconception about that. And then we can look at how could we use that in our real lives right now? How, what does that have to do with us? When, when you choose the world, you, you're going to get whatever you can get from the world, which a lot of the time these things come and go, which actually all the time they come and go. But what God can give you and what he's going is why you don't go to God for like money and stuff. He, he'll help you with that type of thing. But, you know, what he can give you is eternal. It's going to last forever. You don't have to worry about it. Once you get it, you got it. All you've got to do now is maintain it. Just like it's a mirror of salvation. Why in the Bible says when Adam came into the world, he brought death. Jesus Christ brings eternal life. Right? He brought Adam brought in sin. Jesus atoned for it. Right? That's a mirror image right there when you think about it. Right? You could have what's eternal or you could have what's temporary. You know, that's your daily choice of going through the Adam's curse or going through Jesus Christ's blessing. It's your boy Tommy V. Ross, and I'm out.